1: Sows, cows, plows. Heck, anything connected to farming's on the menu here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
0: Well, and as we expected, weather is changing. That's the menu for Friday morning. Good morning, everybody. Come on in. Fabulous farm babe, Pam Yonke. Glad you're with us. So we're going to talk details with Stu Mock, our ag meteorologist, on what's changing about our weather. But this forecast tells me that the temperatures are definitely going to be changing from today versus the next time we speak on Monday. Today, we'll see a little precipitation this morning. Could be rain, could be snow. Depends on where you are. 44 the expected high today. Tomorrow, uh, partly sunny skies, but cooler. 38 the expected high. On Sunday, some rain in the forecast. 41 the expected high. And then Monday, we get colder. Sunshine, but only up to 28 degrees. So changing weather dynamics we'll be talking about with Stu. Also this morning, we want to introduce you to the 2021 Leopold Conservation Award winners. They are John and Dorothy Prisky from Fountain Prairie Farms just outside of Columbus in Fall River. Uh, They are all about listening to the land, as I learned when I sat down yesterday to visit with the two of them. They're our special guests for this finally Friday.
2: Join us for our latest Gempler's Test Plot segment only on the Midwest Farm Report. Stephanie Hoff here, and this month I make Gempler's my one-stop shop for gifts. At the Gempler's store in Mount Horeb and online at Gempler's.com, I pick out clothing, gear, and tools to fit the lifestyle of my loved ones. Gempler's has the gifts that keep on giving, allowing you and yours to do what you love, smarter faster, and safer in the new year. Follow along with me and our friends at Gemblers at MidwestFarmReport.com.
3: So far this winter around Wisconsin, we haven't had to pay too much attention to our tires, at least for those that we use on our highways and byways. Bob Bosal here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. I don't think we've had any days where we had too much trouble. And uh, Stephanie, it's not just tires for the roadways we have to be aware of, but uh, that farm equipment. Those tires need to be checked and updated on a regular basis, don't they?
2: Yes, you are right, Bob. Whether you're hunting your hunting camper or you're getting your ice fishing shanty ready for winter or preparing your equipment for the planting season, we know people are moving tires that haven't been moved in a year. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Bob, even my folks are carting wood trailers around that haven't been Well, they've been sitting for years. And if those tires are not properly maintained, you could be looking at a cost and time prohibitive task of replacing those tires. I talked to Brad Harris. He manages Agricultural Field Engineering for Firestone. He tells us what we need to know about tire maintenance as we move into the winter.
4: Thanks for having me on, Stephanie. Uh, When we start looking at tires going into winter, whether it's our car tires or truck tires or ag tires on equipment, uh, we need to realize when the temperature drops, the inflation pressure in those tires go down so uh, we might get on our cars that nasty tpms light come on Uh, that's just not a sensor going haywire it means that we're losing inflation pressure in that tire and we need to get the those tires aired up so that they can carry that load as we go into the winter months. So as we're pulling uh, trailers out for the the deer hunting season, uh, one of the great things to do is just make sure we got air pressure, the proper air pressure in those tires, put that gauge on it. Uh, We can't just look at them anymore. Maybe some guys get the baseball bat out and tap them a little bit. No, let's get that uh, inflation pressure gauge on there, make sure that we've got the right uh, tire inflation pressure in there to carry the load so that we don't have uh, a removal condition as we're moving it down. Uh, when we start looking at, like, loader tractors for uh, customers using them for feeding cattle in the, the winter months so, or different livestock, uh, it's very important that we, A, have the inflation pressure in there to carry that load, but uh, when we get into a muddy condition and then we get freezing and we've got ruts throughout the, the pass that we're driving, uh, let's not drive directly over some big clods of frozen dirt. That's like driving over a boulder. Uh, And it can cause impact break into that tire, and then we've got a tire that won't hold air anymore. So uh, I always encourage customers to let's plan our route so that we're nice, on nice, smooth ground all year round uh, so that we're not damaging the tire. Uh, for our grain operations that have gotten harvest done, they're getting ready to put things away for the winter, uh, let's do some inspection of those tires as we are putting equipment away so that we can plan for spring 2022. Uh, let's make sure that we don't need to b- purchase tires uh, before that planning season. Uh, with all the different supply issues that are out there, tires are in high demand, and it's not like two years ago. If we see we need a new tire, we can't just go down to the tire shop uh, more than likely, they don't have it in stock, and it's going to take a couple weeks for them to get that. Uh, with the Firestone product, we're made in Des Moines, Iowa, uh, so we're not looking at tires that are shipped, waiting to be brought in the docks, uh, but we just have a, a high demand, so it takes a little bit longer. So proper planning is is critical this year.
2: Proper planning uh, for getting new tires but do people need to get new tires every year or I mean is there just a way to keep the old ones
4: new? Uh, What we have at the Firestone Ag website is we've got a seven-step checklist. Uh, Customers can go online, download it, watch a video of how to inspect their tires on their tractors, their combines, their tillage equipment, uh, things to look at. If, if we see cuts and snags in the tread or the sidewall where we see the body ply cords, we want to get those tires replaced because those body ply cords are what's containing the air. Uh, but if we've got a, a good tread depth to those tires, we don't have any cuts, we don't have any tears in the, the rubbers, let's keep using those tires. Uh, They're perfectly uh, acceptable for that. Um, When we look at tread depth, when we start getting worn tires, if we get into a dry spring, uh, those tires are going to perform just fine for us. But if it got into a wet spring uh, and we're trying to push planning, uh, having a half or a mostly worn out tire, we're going to lose traction in the field. We'll get the job done, but it's going to take longer. So uh, just Using that seven-step checklist, it gives customers a good idea of, do I need to replace tires or not? And if anyone's got any questions, I always tell them, go talk to their certified Firestone Ag dealer. Uh, They're the professionals. They know the area that that, that they serve, and they can give very good guidance to, to customers if they should replace them or if they should continue to use them.
2: Now, when we talk about problem prevention with tires, what about blowing a tire? How do you prevent that? Is it just making sure it's inflated, or is there other things we can do?
4: So the main thing is uh, making sure we always have the proper inflation pressure in the tire. If we uh, don't check the inflation pressure and we're running it down the road, like on a trailer tire or semi-tire, and and we start losing inflation pressure, what happens is that tire starts building heat, and that excess heat is what causes the rubber compounds to start breaking down. Uh, It it happens over time but we get to the point where enough structural integrity has been lost with that tire and we may see it's low on air then we fill it up and we head down the road and that's when we we start having those rapid air removal conditions. So it comes down to proper maintenance all the time not just a a periodic thing. So um, with a, a truck tire we don't need to check it daily if that truck is sitting for months on the time like with on our operation we'll only use our truck uh, semi-truck when we're uh, hauling grain so before we start hauling grain we're checking it and then we're doing it weekly uh, once we start using it Um, if it's something that we are using weekly or daily for a a long haul trucker or with our cars in our truck uh, yes let's let's put that on a, a weekly preventative maintenance especially when we get huge temperature swings it, when we're 70 one day and then 30 <laughs> the next when we drop into 30 uh, that's a good time to check it just make sure that we're not uh, running low on inflation pressure because it's always important to note it's not the physical tire that carries all the weight it's the inflation pressure inside that tire that's carrying the weight and if we don't have the air in there then we're we're hurting the tire. Yeah.
2: And we're no strangers in Wisconsin or Iowa for that matter to the swings and temperatures. How many tire patches are too many before it's time to get a new tire?
4: Well, when we're looking at patches again that's when I, I defer back into the actual tire dealer themselves. Uh, a small punctures here or there like on an ag tire if we get a Uh, a deer antler going through a tire uh, we can do a couple of those patches in there uh, as long as they're not huge uh, very easily Uh, if we're getting into something like a a corn stalk stubble and we're we've got 20 30 patch need to put 20 to 30 patches in the tire uh, that's when the cost becomes too prohibitive and that's when we need to start looking for a new tire And any time we've got a a puncture in the sidewall of the tire, maybe I've, I've picked up a piece of rebar on my pickup truck going down the road and it went right through the sidewall. Uh, we can't repair that. Those When we get sidewall punctures, that's when we have to repair it because we just don't have that strength in the sidewall anymore.
2: And Brad, you mentioned, you know, with supply chain disruption happening, do it early. Plan early, prep early because you don't know if you're going to be able to get those tires in in time for when you need them.
4: Right. So right now, with just the demand in new ag equipment, uh, tire tire demand, customers are upgrading because they've been trying to stretch their, their tires as much as possible. Uh, it, it's just a global, uh, demand thing. So, uh, luckily, like I said, with Firestone Ag, our tires are produced in Des Moines, Iowa for, for the ag side of things. Um, so it's just trying to keep up with, with all that. When we've got offshore supply that's coming in, that's, uh, either not being produced over in, in the Asian countries like China and India, uh, that left a huge void within the ag market of just tires to put on pieces of equipment so customers have been struggling just to find something to put on pieces of equipment so we want again plan early plan often uh, because what we've kind of found if if we've got delayed in planning season we could be losing up to 681 dollars in yield for every hour that we're delayed. So we don't want customers to be sitting there waiting for tires when they can be planning, especially at at those high margin costs. So uh, just a little bit of ounce of prevention, a little bit of ounce of planning will help us uh, make sure that we're not sitting there waiting for something to show up. And again, it doesn't... uh, doesn't prevent us from having an oopsie-daisy during the planting season we've all been there where we find that deer antler or that fence post that three generations ago uh, had in the field and we just now found it with the tractor or the planter Uh, but it'll give us that opportunity that we're when we're ready to go we're ready to go
2: yeah yeah. and then just one more thing on supply chain Um, what about workforce has that been an impact to Firestone at all are you guys having labor challenges like everywhere else
4: we are, but we're planning for it. Um, we've got a great workforce in our De- Des Moines facility. Uh, we're, we're, we're out there actively hiring people, uh, bringing them into, into the factory. The, the unfortunate part is uh, building a tire is uh, a skill and an art. Uh, so if we do hire people on, day, on a Monday, it's not like they're going to be at full force on a Tuesday to be able to build. It's a, it's a long training period. So uh, we're actively planning for that, looking at the retirement uh, of, of our older employees, doing things to keep them, them around as long as possible, but, but getting the next generation uh, trained and uh, producing product.
2: Well, there you have it. All things tiger, problem prevention, and some job opportunities available with Firestone. That's from Brad Harris. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Hoff.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
5: Pride doesn't just appear out of nowhere. Like a healthy plant a trusted relationship, or a successful business. It begins as a seed and grows. Uh, excuse me. What are you doing? I'm telling farmers about Dairyland Seed Pride. Well, stop. All you got to do is tell them about how we're bringing the yield. But what about our history and people? Still the best and still proud of it. But now we have our strongest lineup ever of top performers in independent trials all across the Midwest. So I guess I don't have to use my passionate sincerity voice anymore. Please don't. Just shut up and yield. Yep. Just like that. See how our top performing corn, soybean, silage, and alfalfa seeds bring the yield in your region's soils at DairylandSeed.com.
6: Our traffic laws are important safety rules designed to protect all of us. Sometimes, though, even if you do everything right, another driver may break those rules. Clifford and Raihala knows how often negligent drivers break the rules. How drunk or distracted drivers cause serious injuries and millions of dollars in other losses every year. While no one can eliminate the risk from negligent drivers, there are important steps you should take after a crash to protect yourself from additional harm. If you've been injured, you need skilled attorneys who have the knowledge and experience to help you recover all of your losses. At Clifford & Raihola, we help people who have been hurt when someone else breaks the rules. We'll be there for you to help make things right.
7: For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com.
1: Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You know,
0: that's exactly what I'm doing before we wrap it up on a Friday talking farming with the winners of the Aldo Leopold Conservation Award win, Award win this year. That's uh, John and Dorothy Prisky from by Fall River. Stick around for that conversation. Right now, it's time for our Compere Financial Ag Weather Conversation. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us this morning. I'll be honest, when I pulled out of the garage at about... this morning, I questioned what kind of precipitation I was going into. The windshield wipers initially said rain, then it felt like sleet. I'm guessing a lot of folks are waking up with different-looking precipitation out there this morning.
3: Oh, yeah, there's a nice little white cover on the deck out my back door this morning. Just enough that it's stuck to the deck. The concrete sidewalk, of course, just wet. We're at that point. It's that mix of precipitation. Madison and off to southeast Wisconsin, more likely seeing uh, almost all only rain. But as you look a bit further north, Beaver Dam, Fond du Lac, Oshkosh, still a bit of that uh, snow rain mix. Back to Mauston as well. Things have begun to dry out already at La Crosse, or at least only very, very light precipitation may linger. But a front has pulled off to our north a warm front a more stationary front from nebraska to missouri southern illinois and this little band of precipitation has slipped in from northwest to southeast through the night and it pulls away this morning. It's not going to leave a big accumulation anywhere. Could be that little dusting I've got in my deck, maybe about the most we see just about anywhere in the state. And it'll be gone here later today because temperatures still remain mild. In fact, well above normal and up into the mid-40s for almost everyone, even warmer at La Crosse. That means if you did see a little of that mix, it's going to be gone today. We dry it out here overnight, not into the day of Saturday, a little cooler. But then the next low-pressure system begins to drop in. That next system will have a lot more effect in northern Wisconsin. But I think all of us later Saturday night into Sunday will see some rain or a rain-snow mix. And there may be, again, a little small dusting accumulating. But some of the maps I've been seeing here indicate up toward Tomahawk, Rhinelander, northern Wisconsin. There could be two or three inches of snow as we head on into Sunday. Not the case here in the south, but some precipitation will be seen then as well. I'll have forecast details right after this.
5: We're
6: if you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at RuralMutual.com careers.
5: Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin
8: strong. Gemplers has Carhartt for the whole crew this season. In stock and ready to ship to you today. Jackets, sweatshirts, hats, gloves, and gear to keep you and your hardworking team warm all winter. Plus, get free gifts with orders of $100 or more. Gamblers helps you stock up on Carhartt while giving you a little something extra this holiday season. Shop Carhartt and other favorites at com or shop their store in Mount Horeb.
0: Alrighty, Stu, let's have those uh, details not just for today, but it gets tricky before we talk again on Monday.
3: Yeah, uh, by the time we hit to Sunday, things get a bit exciting. Our Compure Financial Ag Weather Update, including that bit of rain and snow this morning, ending in the next few hours. Still mostly cloudy today. And for most of us, mid-40s, could be upper 40s at La Crosse. And the southeast winds will become northwest a bit later, about 5 to 10. Partly cloudy, a bit cooler overnight, around 30. A few upper 20s, northwest winds 5 to 15. Mostly sunny on Saturday, not a bad day. Mid to upper 30s, northwest winds 5 to 15. But late Saturday night on into Sunday is when a little snow or a rain snow mix more likely develops around the southern, we'll call it almost half of Wisconsin. There may be some snowflakes with the rain, but wet weather around, mostly cloudy, of course, low 40s for highs, south and southwest winds on Sunday, 5 to 15, gusting to 25, and a little cooler by Monday, Pam, I'd say, you know, we may all just be around 30 Monday morning, so... Some of that rain and snow from Sunday could be a little slippery in some of those spots for your Monday morning getting to work. Just keep that in the back
0: of your mind. Well, we're going to have to get those winter driving skills back sooner or later. But it's, hopefully it'll be a gradual learning curve as opposed to, uh, you know, sudden surprises.
3: Well, yeah, we're not going to build a sheet of ice or a pile of snow in the southern half of the state, even through the weekend. So mm-hmm. just a learning expression.
0: All right. Good enough. We'll catch up with you on Monday, buddy. Have a good weekend. All right. You too. Stu is our ag meteorologist with your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture in rural America. Visit Compure.com. Like I said, we're visiting with the winners of the 2021 Leopold Conservation Award, coming your way before we wrap it up on a Friday.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. A good holiday meal is a luxury that some Dane County families just can't afford. Make the holidays brighter for our neighbors in need by supporting the River Food Pantry's Hope Holiday Food Drive. A $10 donation fills a plate with a freshly prepared holiday meal. $50 provides holiday groceries for a family of five. There's no better gift than a delicious meal surrounded by loved ones. Give hope and help other people eat right here in our community. To make a donation and give hope, go to riverfoodpantry.org. Riverfoodpantry.org.
2: So, you want to drive a Tonka truck? Well, roll up your sleeves and get ready to play in the dirt.
4: Kalani Topsoil is looking for more people that know their dirt. Full-time seasonal positions are open for CDL dump truck drivers. Our family business will make sure you're home every night. There's competitive benefits, and you'll drive updated equipment. Take it from a worm. Trust the
2: guys who know good dirt.
4: Apply at KalaniTopsoil.com.
2: Now that's good pay dirt.
9: Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an a certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater.
7: Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring. Something that you can customize yourself. Maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street, Goodman's Jewelers.
6: In Wisconsin, recent crash data show that someone is injured or killed in a crash involving an inattentive driver every 46 minutes. Cell phones usually make our lives easier, but when they're misused, serious harm can result. Drivers who read and send text messages while they drive endanger all of us and can cause catastrophic injuries. At Clifford & Rihala, we help people who have been injured by distracted drivers. And we know how common that negligence is. Clifford and Rihala urges you, please don't text while you drive. By making smart choices on the road, you can protect yourself and help prevent crashes. If you've been injured by a distracted driver, call us. We'll help you.
7: For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala. Hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com.
10: Are you ready for the next generation of body sculpting? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Current body shaping devices have addressed unwanted stubborn fat and skin laxity. But what if we want more muscle strength and toning? MSculpt is our new body sculpting device at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie that uses high-intensity electromagnetic contractions with a 30-minute treatment described as equivalent to 20,000 crunches. M.Sculpt is approved for abdomen, arms, thighs, and calves. And it's also the world's first non-invasive butt toning and lifting procedure. M.Sculpt is a safe, effective addition to any workout program. The possibilities are endless.
7: Let your
10: View our specials at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie.com.
11: What are the Rams, Robbie? Obviously, you got a lot of names, right? You got a lot of names on paper. What are the Rams? Are they one of the best in the NFL? Are they a tier two team? And how big was that win for the Packers over the LA Rams?
9: Yeah, there, there, there was a tremendous buzz around the stadium that day. Evo, oh, just you know, going in and um, you know, throughout the game, it, it you know, it, it felt. It felt like a playoff game. It really did. I, I don't have a good answer, evil for you what the Rams are. They, they, they kind of remind me a little bit about, uh, you know, kind of like these NBA super teams that put together a lot of names and yeah. then it never quite works out. You remember the one year yeah. where, where the Lakers added, like, Carl Malone and Gary Payton <laughs> yep. and guys like that, and I think to go with Shaq even at that time and stuff, and, and a it Steve totally Nash. blew up on them, Steve Nash, right? I mean, it it, it, it feels a little like that to me, Evo, right now, um, you know, because when, when, when you have six, seven stars, elite, elite players like you do that are going to gobble up two-thirds of your salary cap, you you know you you've got subpar starters at another five, six, seven spots on the field. Now, you know, the one thing I'll I'll give Brian Gudekunz just a ton of credit for, Ebo, is you know, Green Bay has I, I don't think they have quite the same level of star power maybe that, that the Rams do, but it's close. And then just top to bottom that roster one to fifty three has been so complete and, and you've seen that through the course of this year. As, as they've suffered not just injuries evil but you know we're, we're talking in, injuries to eight of their better 20 players and and they just have the next guy step up and step in and and they don't miss a beat i mean i would argue green bay and and maybe even tampa bay and probably baltimore have the deepest rosters in football and and that's why they're nine and three here at the break yeah. evil i don't have a good i don't have a good answer for you what the rams are and where they're going for here uh but but but, but man, the Packers look good beating them, didn't they? If you'd, if, if you'd ask me the same question, though, about the Packers, Evo, I would say that's a team heading toward 13-4 or 14-3.
11: God, I love that. Yeah, names in the Rams, right? Uh, are you ever going to confuse Jalen Ramsey for Rasul Douglas? Rasul Douglas named the <laughs> NFC Defensive Player of the Week. Jalen Ramsey got beat by Aaron Rodgers on nine toes, and Devontae Adams, when covered by Ramsey, ate him for lunch. It was a... Uh, a hell of a game, but you, you brought up the name Brian Gudikunst, Robbie, a guy who was public enemy number one in the offseason for what you know he did to Erwin Rodgers, if you ask the fan base. Now Rodgers looks like the enemy because of you know you know what some reporters say of uh, misleading them, but now Gudikunst with players like Devondre Campbell, you got Rasul Douglas. Can you speak on Brian Gudikunst and what he's done for this team that's kind of been a
9: mash unit? Evo, when you think back to the to the group he took over from Ted Thompson. You know, coming off. I mean, I mean, they, they, you remember, Evo? They, they went back to back years: seven and nine, six, nine and one. Mm-hmm. And 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 Gutekunst has to wear the six, nine, and one. That that was that was his first year on the job. Um, and but but Evo, he took over. You know, when 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 he started in whatever it was, January of eighteen, I believe. Um, boy, Ted had left him a pretty darn depleted roster there. They, they, they were old. They were aging. They 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 weren't particularly uh, good in a lot of areas. Evo, he had missed on a lot of draft picks, and and Gutekunst has completely overhauled this roster. Evo, you know, top to bottom. You know, it, it it started when he had that huge free agency day in March of nineteen when he signed both Smiths and he signed Billy Turner and Adrian Amos. Um, and and Evo, I mean, I think we can go back right now. I, I know they're missing the Darius this year but but you you could I mean Sidarius had 26 sacks his first two seasons with Green Bay you, you could argue that he hit home runs on, on all four of those guys, Evo. I mean, Adrian Amos is so underrated. He should probably be a Pro Bowl player. Billy Turner has helped hold that line together. Preston Smith did not have a good year in 2020, but he has bounced back. And And obviously they got two terrific years out of Zedarius, and, and they're hoping to get him back for the stretch run. So it started there, Evo. And then, I mean, he, he's hit on the on a lot of draft picks. I mean, we're – you know, he got beat up for, for a year and a half, two years on Rashawn Gary. Yeah. Rashawn Gary is oh, one of their three best players this year on, on defense. He hit on, you know, Jair Alexander. He hit on Elton Jenkins. And, um, you know, a, a, across the board, he, I mean, th- this year he's had another really good draft. He hit on Stokes. Myers was headed to, you know, the all-rookie team before his injury. Um, boy, Evo, he's, he's he's drafted well. You know, the free agent acquisitions he's, he's made have worked out. I mean, even a guy like A.J. Dillon, always, you know, he, he took a beating for that pick because people said, you already have Aaron yeah. Jones. Now Dillon's
11: beating people know. on
1: the field, Rob. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
0: Changing weather conditions on the way. 44 are expected high today, Saturday 38, Sunday 41. But boy, we cool down into the 20s beginning on Monday. I'm Pam Yonke. Now from the Alcivia Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Friday. So today is the third day of December. And let's talk about it. On this day, back in 1910, the first public demonstration of neon lights happened. Neon lights, who we see all over the place now, actually started by a French inventor and engineer. They were very first displayed at the Paris Motor Show on this day in 1910. On this day in 1947, Wisconsin's first television station was established. And that television station, still in play today, WTMJ-TV in Milwaukee. And on this day in 1952, the first television broadcast in Hawaii took place. So, A little something for you to think about on a Friday. Well, I imagine you're thinking about the holidays, and that likely includes shopping for a Christmas tree. How does the supply situation look? Our own Aaron Zimmerman's got an update.
8: Well, we're getting closer and closer to the holiday season. And one of the things that many people are on the hunt for is a Christmas tree. I'm out here at Hans Christmas Tree Farm in Oregon, Wisconsin, here with Greg Hahn. Now, Greg, it's after Thanksgiving now. Have you seen a pretty you know, heavy response of people coming out so far this year?
12: Absolutely. It's been very strong. Uh, Similar to last year, I think people are still staying home quite a bit. Uh, Mask mandates and the increase of COVID. Uh, People aren't traveling as much as they are, so it's been a, a good year so far for live trees.
8: Definitely. And, you know, one thing I guess we talked about is that a lot of people maybe are moving to the real tree side of things because maybe the fake trees won't get here by Christmas, those kind of things. Also with the pandemic, maybe people have some time to go get a real tree. Let's talk a little bit about that, maybe what you saw through the pandemic and how things have changed or continued afterwards. Sure, we can even back up a little bit more. In the last five to
12: six years, we've seen the Gen Xs and uh, millennials start to buy more live trees. They want to do an experience. They want to come to the farm, uh, do the wagon rides, do the Santa and Mrs. Claus kind of thing. And then as the pandemic approached, uh, it, not just the millennials, but everybody started to say, well, let's just go out. Let's get, get go out and do something. And it was neat to see them at the farm. We were very, very busy, and the demand was high before and then it really spiked last year. And we're seeing the same thing here. Very, very strong sales right at the beginning of the year um, and and people
8: wanting to come out again. Sure. Now, let's talk about actually, that's interesting that you say that people really come for the experience. They want to see what's going on and they want to you know experience more than just coming and getting a tree. And it's funny that you said that you started, you had the trees and you sold tree stands, but now you're a lot farther than that. Right when we started the store, it turned
12: into just uh, well. Do you have a tree stand to help me put it up? And and this is thirty years ago, and then it turned into ornaments, and then, then it turned into a, a large expansion, a thirty by forty expansion to have a full retail store. Uh, so it, everything kind of evolves, and I think farming community is good like that. Uh, we get it done. You know, sometimes uh, we joke about that. Well, do you have enough staff? Well, I'm not sure, but somehow we get
8: it done, and uh, it's just a good Midwest attitude and a farming attitude. Definitely. Well, and one thing that, you know, customers may notice when they go to get their tree, whether it's here or anywhere in the state of Wisconsin, is the prices might be a little higher. But as you said, it's not necessarily has to do with a shortage. It's another issue.
12: Yeah. The other issue is labor. Uh, When you have people saying that I want $15 an hour for labor, that's fine. I can pay you $15 an hour. But the problem is, is I need to recoup that somewhere. And the way we recoup it is you raise your prices of Christmas trees. So the Christmas trees themselves uh, end up being a bit more expensive because of the labor and and it just trickles
8: down that way. So you will see an increase of prices because as labor goes up. Definitely. Now let's talk a little bit about the trees. Tell me about what kind of varieties you have out here at the farm. Uh, Maybe what are some of the most popular ones? And you were telling me some interesting facts about, you know, maybe why some are gaining some popularity as well.
12: Popularity, the Fraser fir has been popular. You know, Martha Stewart kind of started that all way way back when, probably 15 years ago. And now, um, so the Fraser is still the most popular. But uh, balsam fir is really gaining ground. And it's nice because it's a natural Wisconsin tree. Um, It grows very well here in Wisconsin. But the reason why people are switching is because the Fraser fir just isn't as fragrant as the balsam fir. Uh, The balsam fir just has that really nice, fragrant... Uh, balsam smell you don't get quite as good needle retention as you do with the Fraser fir but people are willing to trade that again because they really get the live tree for the smell and uh, it's it's kind of swinging back to some more balsams
8: well anything else that you'd like to add as far as people coming out here for the experience getting a tree seeing everything else that you have out here to offer as well
12: well, the live trees, just as a whole, I'm a member and uh, uh, do the promotions for the Wisconsin Christmas Tree Producers Association. And uh, I just want to have people stick with a live tree. Uh, it might be a little bit harder in these next couple years to find a live tree, but we are growing. Uh, we are planting trees very actively. We're growing uh, quite a few trees. It isn't a crop, it's agriculture. And uh, we love that uh, customers come to our farm. We open up uh, here. We we have three, four, not four, three generations of people that come, and it's just fantastic, and we just love to see the customers. We do this, and it means a lot to me that I can grow something that somebody brings
8: into their house, and it is the focal point for such a great celebration. Definitely. Well, that's Greg Han of Han's Christmas Tree Farm in Oregon, Wisconsin. Like you said, get out and get your real Christmas tree, as Wisconsin is home to many Christmas tree farms throughout the state that produce high-quality trees for your holiday season. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Aaron Zimmerman. The
1: Wisconsin Soybean Association works hard to share the voices of Wisconsin soybean growers at the state and national level, and you can become a member at badgerbean.com. Besides a voice in Washington, WSA members receive free seed, discounted event tickets, and products, not to mention news on the latest in soybean research and technology. And being a member of the Wisconsin Soybean Association also makes you a member of the American Soybean Association. So join today at badgerbean.com and help the Wisconsin Soybean Association go to work for you.
0: Aloha, fabulous Farm Babe Pam Yankee, inviting you to join me on a four-island tour of the Hawaiian Islands, March 21st through April 2nd. This is going to be a fantastic tour, not only including beautiful tropical scenery, but learning about Hawaii's agriculture, pineapple production, salt harvesting, and more. You can get a free brochure by calling Holiday Vacations, 888-557-1020. That number again, 888-557-1020. 1020.
2: Join us for our latest Gemplers test plot segment only on the Midwest Farm Report. Stephanie Hoff here, and this month I make Gemplers my one-stop shop for gifts. At the Gemplers store in Mount Horeb and online at Gemplers.com, I pick out clothing, gear, and tools to fit the lifestyle of my loved ones. Gemplers has the gifts that keep on giving, allowing you and yours to do what you love, smarter, faster, and safer in the new year. Follow along with me and our friends at Gemplers at Midwest Farm Report dot com.
0: Coming up in just a moment, we're going to introduce you to the 2021 Leopold Conservation Award winners. That's John and Dorothy Prisky from Fulton Prairie Farms, just outside of Columbus in uh, Fall River. They're going to be recognized Sunday evening during the awards banquet at the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation's annual convention in Wisconsin Dells. Speaking of accolades, I also want to be giving a big shout out to Jamie Butkey. Jamie is the Executive Secretary and Treasurer of the Wisconsin Fair Association. And this week, she was also named the International Association of Fairs and Expositions Executive Secretary of the Year. The honors took place out during their annual business conference in Las Vegas. Congratulations to Jamie Butkey. I guess she was surprised by it, which is wonderful. The Board of Directors recognizing her fantastic work on behalf of fairs here in Wisconsin and even beyond our borders. Way to go. Markets in overnight electronic trade this morning. Trading firm, uh, Omicron is definitely in the news. Dow Jones Industrial Average is a little soft this morning, but our grain trade holds firm. March corn's up 3.5 right now at 5.80. January soybeans up 11 at 12.55. The wheat for March is down about 3 at 8.12. July new crop wheat down 3.5 at 7.99. Barrel cheese yesterday gained a quarter of a cent to one sixty and a quarter. 40-pound block cheese was unchanged while A butter gained a quarter of a cent to a dollar and a quarter per pound. Pound. January milk is currently a penny stronger at eighteen thirty a hundred weight. February closed eight cents higher at eighteen sixty two a hundred weight. Like I said, coming up next, I want to introduce you to our Leopold Conservation Award winners this year. John and Dorothy Prisky. Listen to the land. And the toughest question that I asked them yesterday, what do they believe their legacy is? You'll hear their thoughts in just a moment. This is
1: the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
6: Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. We'd like to take this moment to say thank you to our clients and staff members who continue to make Settlers Bank a preferred place to bank and work. We wish you the very best over the upcoming holidays and look forward to a prosperous new year. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com.
7: Settlers Bank, timely decisions,
13: people you know.
8: Member FDIC, equal housing lender.
14: At Tom's Auto Center... We're known for being upfront with our auto repairs
8: and
12: name brand new tires. Tom and Tom of Tom's Auto Center. Goodyear,
14: Firestone, Frigstone, Michelin, BF Goodrich, Continental, and Kelly Tires. We carry and install them all. When you need new tires, Tom's Auto Center will make sure you leave happy. Tom's Auto
1: Center. Do the getter fits, getter done to get you going, guys.
12: Off Highway 51 in McFarland. A stone's throw from McDonald's.
5: Huh. Nice. Hardwood floor. Or is it? Sounds like a floor. It's not squishy. That's good. Floors aren't supposed to squish. goes wall to wall, like good floors do. And I'm walking all over it. Usually a dead giveaway that it's a floor. But it's not a floor. This is a mattress. Charlie Heidel's for 52 days. People like Charlie are scattered all across Dane County, and because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply nearly $400,000 in bedding, furniture, clothing, and household items to people like Charlie. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in food, shelter, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in
1: need. Connecting producers and consumers one story at a time. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
0: Really looking forward to catching up with our friends from the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. Their Young Farmer Conference kicks off this afternoon. We're going to be part of that activity. We'll also be there tomorrow for some of their breakout sessions. And of course, the annual awards banquet for the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation happens Sunday night before their business session on Monday. One of the special awards that they'll recognize on Sunday Sunday evening in Wisconsin Dells is the 2021 Leopold Conservation Award winners. I had an opportunity to sit down with John and Dorothy Prisky at their Fountain Prairie Farm just outside of Columbus in Fall River. They are your 2021 Leopold Conservation Award winners because John stresses listening to the land. These two very humble producers were so honored to be nominated for the award, let alone win it. I talked to John about how they came to that 280 acres spot in Columbia County, and what his philosophies are when it comes to listening to the land. I guess the, what
14: happened was when we moved here in 1986, we had uh, pH levels of less than five, we had organic matter less than two. Mm-hmm. And this is Plano Silt Loam, some of the topsoil mm-hmm. in, in the state, mm-hmm. one of the topsoils. And so the, the goal was to uh, just make the land better. And, and it turns out the way to do that was with uh, keeping the land covered with a permanent uh, per- permanent uh, grass and, and letting the cattle do the harvesting, the fertilizing and and, and over the years, we built the uh, organic matter up to just under five, some of it over five mm-hmm. uh, ton per acre, and our pH is b- between six, six, and seven, so everything's about where it belongs and mm-hmm. uh, I think the biggest accomplishment in my mind is that you don't have to be an expert in every aspect of the technicalities of farming because nature has a way of figuring it out all by itself Mm -hmm. all you have to do is give it an opportunity to do what it does best mm-hmm. and a lot of things in nature don't get along they're not great friends there's a lot of contention out there trees hate grass grass hates trees mm-hmm. and all the stuff that happens below the ground uh, we have no clue scientists have no clue in a, in a cup of soil there's so much activity yeah. going on we don't know but I don't have to know As long as I I know that we want to retain the moisture in the soil, we want to keep it covered because that's when those things are are the most active and they do their best and they feed off from each other and they fight like dogs and cats out there. But that's a good thing. Overall, it's good. So learning to just uh, sit back like a football player, say a running back, okay, Uh, they have to wait for the line they have to wait for the play to develop mm-hmm. and that's what we had to do here on fountain prairie we we had a plan we had a vision we're going to do this and now we sit back and we wait almost three years for it to happen mm-hmm. and it did happen mm-hmm. then we see the results and it started to work and and uh, by the time we got done uh we had a young farmer uh having stockers here and in 81 days We put on 50,000 pounds of gain on stockers. And I I refer to it as uh, migrational grazing. Bring them in in the spring when you can't keep up with the grass and you overload your farm. But you've got to be able to get rid of them at a certain time and by the end of july those cattle left Mm -hmm. the farm set and rested rest is the main Mm -hmm. one of the most important things is to let your farm rest and recoup and recover Mm -hmm. by fall we could bring cattle back in and chew that off
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now dorothy one of the major components that uh, came into play here aside from the cattle was also finding a way to market those cattle And the two of you have unique skill sets that really worked to help flesh out, no pun intended, that uh, farmer's market. But it wasn't an easy you know today people say oh sure farmers market they are very familiar with it when you guys started it it wasn't that familiar
13: that's true Pam Uh, and uh, John and I have a great working relationship he's kind of the the big picture guy and I'm the more detail oriented so uh, that worked well he took care of processing and taking care of the animals and I took care of the the bookkeeping end of it, uh, taking the orders, giving cutting instructions, making up lists of this and that, and Then we came together at the farmer's market where we just had this sort of synergy and we just worked so well together. John would entertain people in his office corner by the freezer, and I like to say, and I did all the work, but that's that's certainly not the case. We both worked very hard and we developed wonderful relationships with many, many of our customers, and we were always happy to invite them to the farm to see what we were doing we always felt that they were buying more than just meat from us. They were buying the way we farmed, and we wanted to share that with them because they were a big part of making it happen for us.
0: The farm itself speaks kind of as a legacy piece to me, uh, and the fact that you've already got somebody else that's here with some of the same passions. But when you think about legacy, John, what do you hope that it includes?
14: Well, I think I would like to be remembered as uh, at least I tried. I remember a movie, uh, The One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest with Jack Nicholson, and he tried to remove the the sink, and he said, at least I tried. And that's about all any of us can do is try. So leaving a legacy, let's say that we might have opened a door. Now it's up to somebody to walk through that door. We can't push them through the door. It's up to them. So hopefully we've, we've lived an example that will inspire or motivate somebody else.
0: Two very humble award winners, John and Dorothy Prisky, operators of Fountain Prairie Farms, outside of Columbus and Fall River, your 2021 Leopold Conservation Award winners. They were so quick to point out how deeply moved they were that University of Madison staff uh, nominated them for the award and very, very honored to be in the same conversation with other finalists Mike Berg from Blanchardville, Charlie Hammer and Nancy Cavzangen of Beaver Dam. They'll receive their $10,000 check as well as a beautiful crystal award signifying the Leopold Conservation Award Sunday evening in Wisconsin Dells. You're welcome to listen to the unedited version of our conversation with John and Dorothy Prisky around their kitchen table. I'll be posting that at MidwestFarmReport.com under our podcast as well as in our news feed and also Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook. Again, congratulations to both. We will see you at the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation's annual business conference.